I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Closet Cousins, Candice here. Just wanted to give you a heads up about the audio quality of the episode you're about to listen to. This is actually our first live show that was at the Soho Theatre. So it's going to sound like it's in a theatre. I don't know how else to explain that. So please bear with us. As ever, the message is the most important thing. And let me tell you, everyone came and showed up and showed out and uh, was very honest and revealing with us. So we're hoping this is the episode that can carry you through until we start recording season three, which is literally just around the corner. Do not worry. But until that time, please remember what's said in the closet stays in the closet. Ow. (laughs) hello closet cousins and welcome to the first ever closet confessions live please give a huge welcome to candice and sorrel oh my god oh my god i feel like we're gonna start crying already literally Guys, turn up the AC. It's hot in here. How's everybody doing? Um, I can't believe that. Look, I'm literally gonna cry. No, please stop. No, Um, because I just did my face. Stop with it. I can't believe that at the end of season one, we were literally shaking our cap, like, to be sponsored for season two. And now we're doing our first live show. And I'm so thankful to God for you bringing, for him bringing you into my life. Because, like I've always said, people were hounding me to do a podcast. And I was like, I've just not met that person. And I need to go into this season of my life knowing that my co-host has my back. No, Candy, stop. <laughs> no, Candy, I'm being Um, And I'm just so grateful. And also, I'm grateful to the universe for using us as a tool to incite community amongst black women. But girl, you know what we got to do. These are my confessions. light today my confession is oh no what do we want to do first under the sea under the sea the sea in all seriousness Mm -hmm. first of all rest rest in peace always thoughts and prayers who the hell told us people to go down to the sea And the thing is, I can't believe we were going to start the episode without this. But we said we needed to just talk about it for a second because it's insane. You paid that. And more to the point, okay, we can kiki and joke because you know how we like to do high mm. and low. Mm. The reality is, we are not highlighting refugees. Boom. Searching. Boom. Boom. Crossing waters, searching for a better life. And, and this is what's taken up the headlines. Listen. Absolute insanity. You think you're going to send me down in a metal condom that I can't open up? And... <laughs> 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 oh, I'm not getting things to do, mate. Be honest. Be honest. Be honest. You know when you have more money than sense? <laughs> Listen. And when we were at dinner, you had a true point. I think people get so rich. Mm-hmm. They're bored. Bored. And they start looking bored. for things to do. Yep. Because you mean to tell me you're going to stuff me in there and I'm still not seeing the thing. Listen. I'm looking at one screen. Listen. They saw an Xbox 
controller. Le- and can I just say, this is how you know rich people can sometimes be low-key cheap. Because you have the money to build a device that will get you there in safety. Really look at the surroundings, but no, you wanted to go down the right. hyperflask. Like, what? Right. Who forced right. you to go down there? But you know because the com- our confessions usually always have a lesson. Mm. The, lesson What's the lesson from this confession is, mm. all the black women in this room mm. need to have the confidence that man had when he held up that Xbox controller. Listen. <laughs> Amen. That's when, you, when you're there questioning if you should apply for the role because you're only hitting three out of five points and all of these yep. things, you need to remember Hold up. that a man charged people a quarter of a million, yeah? And he held up an Xbox controller and they went down. With chess. So whatever you got going on, you can you achieve can it. You can achieve it. But no. all seriousness. All seriousness. Yeah. My true confession is... Okay, go on. I'm running for president, you know? What? I'm running for president. Huh? I'm running for president against all Apple Watches. I want to see all... I want to I wanna see Apple Watches go under. What? No, no, no. Why? Hey, no, here's Why? my... Hear me out. Because I normally wear Apple Watch. Yeah. Here's my issue. Fine, babe. Mm. Everything's seen. Mm. Dress nice. Mm. Titties them perky. Hallelujah. Her friend is taking all the pictures. Mm. You've got a 65-inch fucking flat screen on your wrist, babe. Like, I am ready to, to rage war against the Apple Watch. Listen, listen. I'm an Apple Watch that, But what is it? That, right, is, is, it, is it the closing of the rings? What is it? I just feel like a sense of achievement. Like, I want to be Ben 10. I don't care. Like, no, 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 no. I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> Girlie's wearing um, Apple Watch to Ascot. I said, no, the two things can't be true. No, no, the, I appreciate no, no, that you're, you want to hit your steps and things, but some things must be left at home. But how about the Apple Watches that have like the silver and the gold? Absolutely the... not. Right? Right. No? No. No. Oh. no. And the thing is, the thing is, Apple Watches are so spenny mm. that you could get like a nice little silver seconda or something. You could get yeah, a replacement. Am I taking a seconda to the gym? You've, you've left the gym now. Why do you still have the watch on? Why do you still have the watch on? I'm styling it. I'm saying, when you're looking all cute and your hair's all done and the makeup is fly, I can't see it because the Apple Watch is blocking your shine. Always remember that. <laughs> do you know why I even feel like this, this confession is going to come back to bite me? Because you know who the biggest support of Apple Watch is? <laughs> hey. No, no, no. Oprah. Oh. Oh, Oprah don't go nowhere without, an without that Apple Watch. Clock it. Go through her feet. Really? Hiking, red carpet, Oscars, giving a speech at a uni. It's her and the Apple Watch. Well, if Oprah's doing it, then why am I? Girl, I ain't got them millions yet. Listen, <laughs> nah, I gotta leave it at home. No, but I, I, I like an Apple Watch. I'm not gonna so lie where's to yours? you. Since you're, since you're so dedicated, where is it? <laughs> well, what happened was... Um, the thing is, obviously... Yeah, anyway, shut up. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> but anyway. We're in the closet. It's a safe space and I love that for you. So thank you for sharing. Thank, thank you for sharing. You. Thank you for sharing. Thank you for sharing. Um, my confession is, <clears throat> I will never forgive. She on some bullshit. <laughs> I will never forgive Keith Lemon for what he did to us when he took Craig David off. David's album. I'm like, will you feel me? <laughs> and I had a flashback and I thought to myself, that bomber ass crap. How dare he? Do you know how rude that is? For those of you who don't know what happened, Craig David, mm. one of the best musicians to come out of the UK, yeah. full stop, period, point yeah. blank, was, he was, he was, he was upward trajectory. He was mm. doing bits. Keith Lemon comes on, he thinks he's funny, Mr. Kiki Kaka. Mr. <laughs> Mr. I've got jokes. <laughs> And he decides to do a character called Bo Selector, right? Yes. And Craig, obviously, you know, he was a bit in his feels because it was kind of based off of kind of Craig David. Yeah, yeah. And it was around the time where, like, there wasn't, like, the internet, 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 where, like, people can then, like, you hear the support as well. And there, as... also, was, there also was no line in comedy then. Exactly, like, yeah. There was a proper grey area. lines. Yeah. Like, you and could touch on racism, little piece. You could touch oh, on... Oh, no, you se- could dive onto race. <laughs> you could... You could... <laughs> and land on racism and people would be like <laughs> like there was 
line at all, right? And then Craig David, you know, was in his field, so he goes to America and he's like, I'm, I'm going to leave the UK. He still makes music. He's yeah. producing. He writes. He went into like the dance scene. I listened to an album and I said, mm -mm, that ain't for me. <laughs> but he, he, that's where he went. And then here comes Keith Lemon during BLM. Talking not, about... Not a BLM Avenger. Yeah, right? <laughs> now you want to rise up. <laughs> he comes out and he's like, oh, you know, at the time, mm. the comedy scene was, but mm. if I caused any pain, if, if, if. Sir, and I think what upsets you the most about that, again, we know we do the light and the shade, it's Keith being the reflection of what white male privilege mm -hmm. can do. Mm -hmm. It can make a mockery of us and our culture mm -hmm. and make money off of it and build a career off mm -hmm. of it. A whole Meanwhile, career. Meanwhile, we are shamed into the background. Yep. Because that's what happened there. Yep. And it's really bad. So I hear you on and that. And like... I just, yeah, and the thing is, again, light and shade. If you look at it on like a bigger scale, this has happened time and time again. All the time. It's happening all right now. Time. Yeah, all the time. And like people just like let it slide because mm. it's a person of color or it's a black person. Yeah. Or, like, and you ruined somebody's life basically. Like mm. he, he, the trajectory of his life totally changed and shifted. And, and more importantly, his legacy has changed. Because when people think of Craig David, if you're from the UK, you instantly think of Bo Selector. You think of Keith like Lemon. You imagine. You can't divorce the two. No, but imagine. Some, someone thinks of Sorrel and then they think of some dusty white man. <laughs> no, don't piss me off. Don't attach me to them. No, that's, that's not my portion. That's very annoying. That's very rude. My children, no, don't deserve that. <laughs> nah. But so yeah, I'm going to sue him if anybody wants to join. <laughs> Not Keith. Keith. Nah. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Listen. Number one, guys. So we've just dived off a ledge, yeah. Um, we are terribly unprofessional. Charlie, our producer, is in the house. Big up Charlie one time, yeah. <laughs> And I know we're not going to spotlight you, Charlie, don't worry, because I know Charlie likes to be incognito. But the reality is, Charlie, everything you said in that brief, I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know where we should be looking for a time check. So if you would like to just scream into... Oh, oh I see it! Hey, lot, Charlie. Hey, lot, Charlie. So, like, Charlie, what time are we on? 21.36. What does that mean? <laughs> For real. 15, 20 minutes in? 20 to 10. Charlie, what does that mean? <laughs> you can do your confessions, and then we'll give it out to the audience. Charlie, I love you. <laughs> I have been confused thrice. <laughs> let me, hold on, let me tell you what I need from you. Candice and Sorrel, you have done 15 minutes. <laughs> you have done 20 minutes. You've got 15 minutes. That ain't even, that oh, we've got, we've got, got 15 minutes. minutes. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Oh, I understand. Thank you, Charlie, we love you. <laughs> Run for Ross, Charlie. <laughs> That's one thing about us. Listen, what? and because we're Pisces, true and true, yep. like you have to walk us through the situation. Hold my hand. Like, I'll get confused. I'll be distracted. Like, I need you to break it down for me. Like, for reals, for reals. So thank you for that, Charlie. For Do reals. you have another confession? Do you have anything you want to get off your chest? I have so many things. Um, let me think. Sometimes I have to brew. Also, because we're with the cousins today, we will say it's not just about brewing. We also realize we can't edit this. Because one of the confessions must be that the, the episode you lot get yeah. Yeah. isn't sometimes the episode that was in the closet. Yeah. And then Charlie will send us the edit and we'll have to scrub that yeah. back right quick and be like, yeah. see from minute 17 to 21, you got to get all of that in the bin. <laughs> Grab it, throw it in the bin. Because we don't know yeah. if that's flirting too close to the line yeah, and yeah, cancel yeah. them. Yeah. So without... Honestly... So, without doing that today, because if there's one person that's good for that, it's Sorrel, yeah? No, no. No, I've got to keep it real. You know how I've got the kiddies, yeah? And I'm always thinking about their future. Sorrel's... So, no. Sorrel's out there risking it all. I'm like, baby. Baby, I'm a mother of five. Please. <laughs> Think of the children. Think of the... No, because honestly, I'll be running. Candice will be like, ah, bring it back. Rain it in. Rain it in. So with that said, okay. any confessions? Someone said safe space, you know? Like on the eight recording. Yeah, imagine. Safe space, you know? Safe space, you know? 
on Twitter once. I said, never again. <laughs> I said, no, ma'am. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, do you know what? I do. But it's not really a confession. I, I hate the fact that I've got big tits. Oh, girl. You, are we going I, there? Are we going there? Because the amount of times I've Googled reduction surgeries, yeah, like the man in NSA who's watching me is like, it's enough. Like, <laughs> just do it. Like, honestly, like, like, and what's so funny, as someone who isn't blessed in that area, I always want more tears. Why? Yeah, I'm always like, no, I really want more. Do you know the most annoying thing about having tits, apart from the back pain, it's, you know when you've got a cute dress, yeah? Yeah. And then... They give you, you know, that pre-designated boob area. <laughs> my nipple was saying that. And then my, my boob is spilling out the side. Like, it's just not cute. It's so unfair. It's so unfair. And you unfair. know I like a slinky dress. I like you a Baptist dress. You do. So should I just mind my business? Mind your business. <laughs> Thank you. Like, it's so annoying. And I feel like fashion needs to change. And I don't know what we need to do because everybody's always, you know, body, body positivity, yeah. inclusivity, but I ain't seen it in the clothes. Like, yeah. it's all one thing to put it in the campaign, but let your designers know because you're telling us, but not the right people. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. it needs to change from the top down because I'm sick and tired of buying clothes. And then you go onto the size guide thing and it's like size 16. And then the measurement for the, <laughs> for the waist, I'm like... <laughs> measurement of my arms so <laughs> something has happened and it's gone awry <laughs> so thinking with clothes then mm. i wouldn't even say it's a confession it's just an annoyance and i, I hope that my annoyance isn't coming from a place of privilege so Ooh. you know i always okay you no know, no i just I, call me back <laughs> Carry on, sorry sorry you know, i always Ooh. allow you to correct me uh -huh. looking at this whole shein fiasco yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, let me tell you something for free, yeah? We, we would have never wanted them as a sponsor anyway, so sometimes free up your throat chakra, yeah? Free up your throat chakra. Yeah. I think it's high time we start really, if we're in the position of being deemed as an influencer, yeah. really thinking about the partnerships you're taking on. Yeah. It can't be that everything is for the check no. because there is no way in hell you're trying to tell me that she and are in any way sustainable. And let me also have, because there's another layer to this conversation, because it comes with sustainability as a top line comes with a lot of privilege. Mm -hmm. Yeah? Because mm -hmm. you man want to be selling me a white t-shirt for 150 pounds. Talk about it. Okay. Talk about it. Talk there about it. A, there is a lot of classism and yeah. racism under the umbrella of sustainability. Yep. Do you get yep. what I'm saying? So we need to recognize that. And I've often said, when I had less money, you couldn't tell me that that H&M coat that I was sewing for 10 years wasn't sustainable. Mm. It was sustainable to, to me, me and my pocket. All right. And so I think we need to be like, carry high caution to who we demonize. Mm. Cause often what you're doing is demonizing the best they can do in that mm. moment. But there is a limit. And with these influencers who are able to pick up and put down certain brand deals, yeah. you have to know when it's time to draw the line. I have many thoughts about this Shein thing. I'm not going to lie Go to for you. it, babe. First of all, you can't be that hard up on cash. <laughs> no, listen, listen. No, listen. Bear brands are emailing bear, right? So you can't be that hard up on cash. But also, just as a brand, just think of a brand and mm. like your career in 10 years' time. This is such a dumb decision to do, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. But then, my whole thing about fast fashion is, like you said, there's a hierarchy, right? Mm -hmm. She in is bad. Like, we can't sugarcoat You it. can't work your way out of that. Like, if you're buying a dress for free P, Like, somebody's like, been exploited. <laughs> like, if you're, if you're buying a dress for a six months, right, then you must know. <laughs> six months and a shilling, like, you know. <laughs> when you go out to your great granddaddy listen, for the money listen, to buy the thing. You know, you know that it's a bad thing. So my whole thing is, there's hierarchies. Because yeah. I'm not going to say, I don't dabble in fast fashion, okay? But mine's jogging. Sheehan is Usain Bolt. <laughs> running down the track. Mine's doing a light jog. ASOS, fast fashion. Zara, sorry, fast yeah. fashion. Cause, Cause fast, fast fashion. fashion, yeah. Like, if, if, if it's not fast fashion, it means your mother is sewing it. <laughs> Take me to the, the kick. kick. 
to loop it back to what you were saying about your chest, here's another problem. Fast fashion is usually the only space that girls who ain't a size Say six it. can get the things and look good and feel Say good it. in them. Because even, I told you about when I was looking for the wedding dress. Yeah. And I went into McQueen and they made me feel like I yeah. had to be on 300 pound life or L something. Like, must, <laughs> they, were, they were looking at me like I should have been craned through the seat. <laughs> They were like, no, they said, the girl really looked at my face. She said, ma'am, size 16 doesn't even make it to the shop floor. I said, well, I said, well, I'll be damned. And this is the thing. More to the point, just because people are a certain size doesn't mean they can't afford a certain thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you are already shutting us out from being more sustainable because you're not providing the size. Yeah. Therefore, I'm going to flirt with the H&M. Like, like, the zip's going to do up to Roddy. Like, also, and this... Get out. Get out. <laughs> I can't with you. <laughs> My whole thing as well, like you said, it's based on like classism, right? And it's mm. a cycle. Because back in the day, they used to teach men and women sewing, right? Yes, yes, yes. You know what they, but, you, you know, textiles. You know right? what they can sew good up? Right? But they can sew to us? Tell like, him. He comes like a singer sewing machine. Really? <laughs> <laughs> Brother. Okay. But they can sew. And he was like, that was one of his primary lessons yes. at school. Like, they teach you how to make garments yeah. and like be able to, even if something is ripped, you can copy, to patch, patch it, it yes, up, get jeans, yes. make it into denim skirts. You know, back in the day, yeah. that's what they was doing, right? Now they're stopping that because capitalism is real. They mm -hmm. want you to keep buying so mm -hmm. that it's a cycle. And then everybody's now greenwashing, talking about we, you know, we recycle, we do this. Yeah. Your company's not doing that. And all it is, is now we amongst us are fighting one another. Like, you buy from Shein, you're a dickhead. But there wouldn't be a Shein. <laughs> no, but there wouldn't be a Shein if I could sew my own clothes. Like, yeah, I hear that. I, I, it's just, it's, it's an endless cycle and I, I don't know what to do about it. I hear you. But like I said, until they start respecting all body types and all sizes, I'm going to have to go where the garment does up. It's as simple as that. And girl, girl, tell the truth. Yeah. I said, we're in the closet. You're amongst friends. You have to do what you got to do. I, I, uh-huh. No, listen, my thing is, yes, go where the garment does up, right? But if you have the means to spend a little bit extra, Mm -hmm. do so mm -hmm. if you don't girl 3p is like for now <laughs> until we get our money up until yeah, we do yeah. the extra course and we get the extra job or whatever until we get our monies up you do what you have to do to make sure you look cute look good mm -hmm. and also i play my part in recycling don't piss me off like you want me to do everything <laughs> no, no people piss me off no no straws recycle no she in one woman, I do what I can, when I can, and if I fail, give me grace for my life. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, how is that submersible thing gonna recycle down there? Is that gonna? Now you, you, girl. Charlie said, "Time's up." <laughs> Charlie said, <"Run." laughs> "No, it's just a question, girl." Girl, it's not there anymore. <laughs> That's with. Jesus, that, that, it's, it's, it's an atom. It's, Did Charlie give us the flash? She gave us seven flashes. She said stop. Okay, okay, okay. So Charlie gave us the light. That means, means, guys, it's over to you. Ba bam One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a, it's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Okay. So they look, they sound scared for real, for real. That, that, was, that wasn't like, ooh, like, ooh. It was like, was, ooh, like, ooh. ooh. 
Like, that's not what we paid for. Uh-uh. But don't worry. You don't have to confess anything. There is the option to ask questions. So you can either confess. Which would be great. Because we'd love to pick apart some mess. Right? And like, we're all here together. Like a family. <laughs> cousins. But also, if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine. You can questions ask a question. Oh, Ooh. hands. Microphone in the audience. Hi. Hi. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm getting married next year. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Thank you, thank you. Yes, love. However. Oh. No, wait, 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 wait. Little bit more, little bit more, little bit more, ma'am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the whole guest list saga. Oh. So I'm in debate with my mum because she wants to invite her sibling, but I don't like your sibling. And I want to protect my peace, my kids' peace. You don't have to have done something to me physically to affect me mentally and emotionally. But then my mum's like, well, if your granddad was alive, no, and oh, da 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 he's not. Sorry, so... You are a walking intrusive thought. <laughs> <laughs> no, because that was my fault. But he's not. Um, it's been 18 years and he's not. So, do I please my mum? But my mum is just her and the one sibling. So it's just them two that's left. Okay. So she's like, she's all I got left. Okay. Qu qu questions. Questions. <laughs> Um, with, with your mum, has she made it like, if my sibling is not here, I'm not here? Is it like one of them or is it just she like... She hasn't, but I can see the hurt where she's hurting and she's not telling me, she's telling my siblings. Right. And they're like, no, mum, mum's hurt. Like, she's hurt and she cries, she's hurt. And I'm like, yeah, you see? You too soft, see? man. You look... And then I'm like, oh. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, then you look... Oh, it's hurting. okay. It's okay. No, it's like. Um, is there room for compromise on your part? What kind of rock? No, listen, listen. No, oh. Yeah, yeah. oh, the sibling can't come to the church, but they can come to the reception. My thing is, if I don't like you, why will you be at my wedding exactly. if I don't like you? That's exactly. my space. That's my peace. That's my family. Can I? Okay. Can I? Can I pry a little further? And just investigate what the issue with the mum's sibling is. May I, she's may just I do that? She's random people that... She's miserable. Yeah, she's miserable. And oh. like... <laughs> sorry, my best friend. She's miserable. And she's one of them people who were like, I'm not going to help you unless you're helping me. Or I'm going to make you remember no. that I did that that time. So you wouldn't be where I was if I didn't help you. No. That no. And I'll say person. this. I'll say this. Your mum, on, on your wedding day, the joy of you getting married yes. will overshadow all of that. Any pain she may be feeling. Yeah. Right now, it's uncomfortable and, and she's to, trying to see how far she can push. And to be honest, the fact that prior to your wedding, this is what's on your head top yeah. is already a signal of the energy you should not be inviting into your marital Boom. home. This shouldn't be what you're coming to this show to discuss yeah. Yeah. because it's not about your man and it's not about your picnic. Someone shouldn't be taking up this much of your brain space before your special yeah. day. And I would say if you allow them to attend, they're going to continue to take up that brain space. Yeah. And then five years down the line, you're going to say, I never should have invited you. I wish I hadn't. <laughs> Period. 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 You ain't that. You ain't. You ain't. Uh-huh. 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 No, I agree. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> Any other dilemmas? This is fun. Hi, guys. Hi. <laughs> um, so I'm American. I moved here two years ago. And <laughs> I got married two years ago and I moved here. And I, I'm just having a little bit of a hard time making friends. Like... <laughs> I'm also pregnant right now, so don't make me cry. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, uh, someone's just hugging you. 
And I would say that's like the easiest confession yeah. we've ever had to deal with. You now have 150 Look. new friends. <laughs> they are all here to support you. I would say though that you need to remember that every emotion you are currently feeling is magnified by 1,000. You're going to look back on your pregnancy and be like, some of what I was feeling wasn't even about me. So there's no need to beat yourself up for feeling emotional or feeling like you don't have certain friends. I will say, as you're about to embark on motherhood, choose your friends really mm. wisely, mm. okay? Because the energy you're about to surround your child with is really, really important. And you're going to want to make friends with people that understand your flow. This is isn't to say that they too need to be parents or mothers or fathers, but it does mean they need to be on the same energetic field. And I think sometimes friendships are hard, hard. because you can feel so alone, mm -hmm. but you also need to remember, and I'll use myself and Sorrel's friendship as an example, that sometimes you're just in the waiting room for the best friendships of your life. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. yeah. And you don't want to, a bit like when you're dating, you don't want to just be friends with someone just because you're feeling lonely. Mm. It's going to end up being a waste of your time and your energy. And you're going to look back and say, why did I do that? Mm. You will end up with more friends than you can count. That I can assure you of. But it's okay to release that and sit in that loneliness because we've both been oh, there. 100%. So, and also, I am a firm believer that the older I have gotten, I have prioritized quality over quantity when it comes to friendships. Yes. Sometimes it does feel like, oh, I want more friends. Like mm. this person has this group of friends and they go on holiday and they've got this group of friends and they do this. It's not about that. Mm. It's about when you're going through it, when you've got something to celebrate, who are you running to pick up the phone to talk to? And if it's two or three or four or 10 people, that's okay. That's okay. And it comes with time. But it's also really exciting making new friends, you know? Yeah. I'm not gonna lie to you, I struggle because obviously, hashtag social anxiety, <laughs> um, right? Um, so, you know, people are like, go to the gym and start talking to people. And I'm like, no. It's hard here though. <laughs> no. <laughs> that sounds awful. Thank you. <laughs> um, but you, you, you know, you get used to it. You know, friends are friends and mingling, your partner's friends, stuff yeah. like that. You, you'll find a web and a way of navigating. But just, yeah, give yourself, give yourself time. And grace. And grace. And also, like I said, start to build the community you already have in this room. So many of you guys messaged us saying we're coming alone. alone. Yeah. And yeah. Oh, yes. Big up the alone crew. And yeah. we've always said that we want this podcast to create a community where you're going to book that ticket with ease. Because you know that when you arrive, you're never alone. Yep. You're going to yep. meet like-minded folk of the same spirit. Yeah. So as you make your way out of here this evening, don't be shy to speak to people. People, please take the chance to speak to her because that's how friendships Absolutely. are made. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yes. Another one? Um, my confession is... Oh, it's a confession. Gosh. Ooh. Well, kind of, but it's like, um, I felt really read by you, Candice. Um, there was an episode. Wait, 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 wait. Speak your truth, cousin. Speak your truth. Speak your truth. Um, there was an episode where you were talking about black women convincing themselves that they don't want partnership or Ooh. certain things because it's like we've I don't know if it's we've told ourselves or convinced ourselves or we've always been told from childhood that oh no you know you shouldn't really want that kind of thing whether it's a mm. partnership or that promotion or whatever it is and I was just like hmm. I don't even know you so <laughs> <laughs> the thing is and I would say just only because I'm a, a little older than Sorrel, so many times the things I'm saying come from a completely different place. Mm. And I can tell sometimes that when I said that, even Sorrel got immediately defensive. I remember that episode very well. Sorrel went straight into defense. I mean, I wasn't that. <laughs> she was, <laughs> I was listening intently. I, I mean, no, she yeah. was very defensive, but I think that we couldn't do a podcast like this and not unpick. Mm those difficult mm. things. If for anyone that hasn't listened to that episode, I basically said, or I asked the question more rather, um, do black women really not want to get married? Even when you're saying Ooh. it. Listen. <laughs> do black women really not want to get married? Or have we always been told we're not worthy of marriage? 
And as a defense to that kickback, we're quick to be like, no, I don't even, yeah. I don't even want that. And the thing is, you may unpack that and still arrive at that answer. That's cool. But I think many of us aren't even unpacking it. We're just collecting that as our truth because everything around us has said, you, you, you can be a baby mom, you can't be married. Yeah. You can be the third girlfriend, but you can't yeah. be married. You don't see us on the front cover of bridal magazines. Yeah. You don't see us being chosen in the films. You don't see our celebrities and our athletes and yeah. our news readers and our footballers yeah. and our teachers okay. and our firemen oh. and our milkmen yes. and our postmen yeah. Yeah. and the undertakers. You don't... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You don't usually see them choosing us because so many, not all, because I don't want that kickback, so many black men have been conditioned to believe that in order to attain and succeed, they must be as far away from their reflection as possible. So the easiest thing to do is to marry into the idea of whiteness. I recently heard a stat that now the, the marriages that are going the distance the longest are Asian men, black women. Those because in their respective spaces, yeah. they are the ones that are turned away. Yeah. When those two seem to team up, their marriages are going the distance. What's the quickest marriage going down the pan? Anyone, come on, come on. <laughs> Hallelujah, Jesus. Red the Shady And this isn't to say that I'm praying on it, no. but if we. <laughs> Don't misconstrue what I'm saying. I'm yeah. not praying on it. Yeah. But yeah. if we don't do that inner work and that inner healing before we say we're going to settle with a significant other, these are the problems you are going to run into. I hate to flirt with the edge of cancelability. Go on. Because this is really the edge now. I promise you this is the edge. Tita, Tita. <laughs> but have you heard, I'm not even going to say the, the name, you know my man that was the up and coming black actor and then a little... But have you heard now that the story has come to light that apparently the girl was lying? I don't know how many times we need to see black men of a certain ilk end up in that situation. Look at Sarah not even making eye contact. Bun you, girl. Bun you. I'm talking to them. For them to realize that you need to do that inner work first. Because the reality is, if you had done that inner work, even if you then went on to attract a mate of a different race, you will be spiritually yoked. But you're not... Woo! Preach. Preach, Preach it. it. You will be spiritually... But you haven't done that work. And so I say all of that to say, I, I'm sorry I made you feel that way, but I'm not. Do you know what I mean? With, with peace and love, yeah. um, because if that has been like the beginning of you starting to understand your worth and your value outside of the lie society has told you, then I'll be the messenger. I just want to run back one sec. Could you just whisper in my ear who you're talking about just so I know? Because I didn't know, but now I think I know, but I don't know. How you be living on the shade room and you don't be seeing things? I saw Patty LaBelle forget the lyrics. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. That's what I saw. I can't see move. Yeah. Um, firstly, could you kindly wish my friend here her happy 25th birthday? Twenty-five is a good good age. It is. That's it a is. good one. It is. And I'm gonna be selfish and I have two questions, if Charlie will allow it. So <laughs> um it is her 25th, and I'm, off, I'm wondering what advice you have to offer for this year's quarter of the century. Mm. And then the more difficult one. So I'm a dark-skinned girl. I've been dark-skinned all my life. Can't change that. Um, and I have a light-skinned best friend, and I love her down. She cares about me. But how do you have a conversation where you might need to enlighten her that you like to bust? Oh, Readjust because let me No, this is a setup. This we, is a setup. We were just having a conversation of sorts oh. about this. Okay, so okay. Have you have you finished? I feel like we cut you off with the with the noise. I'm sorry. I, I was just gonna say, how do you have a conversation that sometimes she likes to rest her laurels on the fact 
that she is light-skinned. And because a, a little situation happened, you know, I was carrying a suitcase. A guy was clearly looking at me. He wanted to help me. And she was like, oh, you know, he clearly came because he wanted to talk to me. I, it's, it's a bit of a reoccurring thing. Um, I love her, once again. It's clearly in the dating, it's in the ah, dating and relationship space. Ah, shit. I need to hydrate before I answer. Because me, I have opinions. Okay, so before Sorrel jumps into her opinions, this is a real confession, girl. And I can't believe you're getting this out of me. But before we had the, the show tonight, I was talking to Sorrel about the fact that just in last week's therapy, and I specifically hunted for a dark-skinned female black therapist. Like, she even had to be the same shade as me. I was very particular. Um, friendships came up. I've been having some issues with friendship very similar to you. And I was like, guys, walk with me. Because I know how you lot stay. Hold walk with hands. me. Tight. Because you know we always land. Mm -hmm. Walk with me. But it's a bumpy ride, this one. I was listening to it earlier. I was like, yo... I'm kind of tired of having friendships with light-skinned black women. I said, I'm tired. Oh, I felt the room clench. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. No, hear me out. Hear me out. We're amongst we're friends. We're walking, we're walking, yeah. we're walking. Yeah. And then my therapist said to me, you know, Candice, I never tell you what to do, mm. but be mindful to not close yourself off mm. from what could perhaps be one of the best friendships of your life mm -hmm. because you are now... I am now doing what people do to us all the time, which is judging people on their predecessor, which is saying, you know, the way Jadelle was mean to me because she was light and I was dark. Mm. You're not gonna. We have to start being able to judge people by their character. That is a bridge to say, though, that your friend's character is up like a skirt in the night. <laughs> and I just knew it. I just. That is to go. I didn't say we were gonna let that friend off the hook. That is to say. That for you to even raise that as a question, there are certain elements of her character, even outside of her skin tone, yeah. that are not gelling with your energy. Yeah. And I think sometimes as the dark-skinned black woman, we can often attribute many a thing to colorism yeah. or a certain aggravation or microaggression simply down to our tone. But there are, there are very literal elements of low self-confidence and jealousy and lack thereof that your friend is dealing with in her mind. That is to say, how long are you gonna be the buffer for fuckery? That's a decision. No, I'm gonna, no, what? I'm tired. I'm... <laughs> listen, listen, these people paid big, big money for these tickets, yeah? And you just called her the buffer for fuckery. No, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, if you are constantly leaving me and your friend feeling worse than you arrived, mm. you are a buffer. And I've been the buffer for fuckery. You should tattoo buffer on my forehead. I've been there. So I think yeah. I'm within my rights to say, that's something you need to sit with. And sometimes, no one wants to hear this because it ain't cute. Sometimes that steeped in, a bit like our friend in the corner there, that steeped in not wanting to be lonely. Sometimes we will keep a certain thing around just as a placeholder because you don't want to do the work it's going to take to find a better version. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, um, I'm <laughs> No, I, listen, I agree. I wouldn't have said it like that, but I agree with everything Candice said. And I also want to add, I, best friend, scream. Okay. Oh. <laughs> okay, sorry. Real best friend, scream. <laughs> okay. Okay, she's there. Hey, friend. Oh, sorry. My real my best, best friend. friend. <laughs> sorry, sorry, my bad. My bad. So, so yes, my sorry, sorry. My my best friend is here. We've been best friends for many a year since we were like ten years old. Another fellow dark-skinned, beautiful black woman, right? We have had ups, we've had downs. When I tell you, I have friends of all age, races, sex, whatever. No one understands what I go through more than my dark-skinned black friend. And 
I agree with your therapist. Um, don't close the door off to a beautiful friendship because we are more than just what you see on the outside. Um, but sometimes, because of the experience that you have, that's got nothing, it's not your fault. You were born light-skinned, you were born white. You have fallen into privilege yeah. that you aren't even aware of sometimes until someone highlights. Yeah. So as she's navigating with you, it may not even be from a place of malice, but that don't mean it don't stink, right? So what I would say is, is it worth salvaging the friendship? If yes, conversations must be had. If no, it's okay to let things go. Sometimes friends are there for a season and for a reason. And when the season is up, it's time thank to you. go. Yeah. Journey mercies, safe flight. Close the door on your way out, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, and the other question was advice for your friend who's just turning 25. Yes. As silly as this may sound, try and stay off of the internet. Mm. I think the internet has robbed us of the idea of youth. Mm. of what mistakes should look like mm. and replaced it with this falsehood about where we need to be by a certain time. Uh, now on my timelines, it's 25-year-olds buying their second house and it's this and that. And this isn't to say those things are impossible. I just think the algorithm is going to push that as if that is what's happening all the time. <laughs> and so try to keep yourself rooted in reality because I know at 25... Listen... Scattered, scattered, scattered. You know, like skittles at the bowling babe, alley. Babe. Scattered, like twenty-five. <laughs> I was living at home. I was as you should, paycheck to paycheck. As you should. I had zero savings. As you should. Nothing, nada, zilch. And I was pursuing my dreams. As you should. And around me, everybody's like, new house, mm. baby number three, <laughs> marriage. <laughs> what's happening yeah. but again it's all online and it feels like it's everyone because that's all you're seeing as you scroll mm. but if you put the phone down and you look around yes trust me 25 is the year for you travel skin out the pom pom right right have fun <laughs> date find out about yourself do do dumb do stuff not, listen do, do not dumb stuff do not pull up that pussy drawbridge at 25 okay oh, uh, but 25 is the year for you to just have fun yeah. just have fun and if it's your career you want to be a career go for it that's mm. fine but also if you want to take a year and go to I don't know Bulgaria is it safe for us over there? I don't know Bermuda. go to Bermuda go somewhere <laughs> and find yourself and you know eat and laugh and all of that yeah. good stuff so that's what 25 is for don't don't do yeah, don't, do what you want to do yeah. at 25, don't basically. Get, don't, don't get bogged down by certain things. Also, do not take advice from people whose life you wouldn't want to emulate. Ooh, but that goes for every, like, across the board. Because bare people want to be doing chatty, 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 and their things ain't aligning, and then you're taking mad advice and your life is popped down. Some people have audacity to give me, me advice. Mate. And your life is a shambles. <laughs> hey, hey! Oh, wow. You're paying double for therapy and it's me you want to advise. I'm okay. Thank you. Be very, and I think at 25, we're still very, uh, we feel peer pressure. Do you know what I mean? We feel people telling us what to do. We feel like that's the right thing to do. Be very mindful. Because I will tell you this for free. There are some mistakes that you can make at 25 that cost you for the rest of your life. Mm. I'm not going to sit up here and be like, oh, free up the pom-pom, do this, do that, do mm. that. And also not look at the dark side mm. of things. Mm. There are some mistakes you could make that even if they don't cost you for your whole life, they do certainly weigh you down for your whole mm. life. So be really mindful of certain things. And whilst I agree that you, you don't need to save every penny and you don't need to necessarily buy a house, you know I always say this, for the love of God, don't fuck up your credit. Okay. Well, no, no. <laughs> please, you, you, and and like I said on previous podcasts, you don't take out a phone for nobody. No. 
You don't let people put sofas in your name for nobody. Yep. You don't be doing no car note for nobody. Yep. Because when they slip up, it's you left in the bam bam. And you usually don't realize until you are really ready to buy your first house. Yeah. And then the mortgage advisor's looking at you like, don't you know what a CCJ is? Listen, I learned the hard way. So if there's one thing I will yeah. always tell people younger than me is keep a watchful eye on your credit. It doesn't mean you need to be a millionaire or a billionaire. You just have to manage your finances accordingly and try not to live on credit all the time. Amen. And get older friends now. It's okay <laughs> to now. Now have friends in like their 30s yeah. and like who have lived and seen some stuff. Because sometimes when you're 22 and you've got older friends, you're like, they just don't get it. You'll be getting it very, very soon. So start. <laughs> no, you will. You will. It will come fast. Life will come fast. So start acquiring some older friends. They're good. They're great. Yeah. Anymore. Wait, wait. Time check. Don't get carried away. Charlie. <laughs> We've got time for one more quick one. One more quick one. You're going to have to pick. Quick. quick. I, saw, I saw pink and denim over here. I don't know if it's pink and denim. Hello. Pink, yeah, and, pink denim. and denim. Hey, Correct. girl. Hello. Um, I'm wondering if uh, you can read me and then help me rise up at the end. <laughs> I think it might be a, a combination of a few things in here. Mm -hmm. So firstly, um, I'm a writer and I've been sitting with some words for a couple of months. And two people over here have said things that feel like they've been... I don't know, right for me in my life the last few months. So I just want to leave it with you and see if it um, sits with you well. And it's simply, don't let your loneliness lie to you. Ooh. I've been sitting with that. Okay. Um, and then also this lovely person here spoke about, um, spoke about you reading her and thinking about desires. And I guess I'm coming at it from a different side because I'm 38 in a couple of months. And um, I've done all of the things where... I tried to, I was in a long-term relationship. I did all of the things. And I guess my question for you is, how do you keep hope sometimes when it feels like you're having to face different and alternate and vivid but varied visions and versions of your life um, that you weren't necessarily prepared for? My life is good. I'm happy. But it's different than what I thought it was going to be. And how do you remain soft when sometimes it just feels easier to stay hard to get through some days. <laughs> I think the way that I work on staying soft is remembering that my great-grandma would have given her left arm to live my life to just be about to do days of what I define as black girl luxury, to work in the way that I work, to see my children when, I, do you know what I mean? Even if I was in the grind of a nine to five, I am still beyond my female ancestors' wildest dreams. And I think it would be so rude to them, borderline disrespectful to not pay myself back in softness that they have fought for. I've not even fought for it. They have fought for it. I am owed this softness. It's like a debt that I have pay me because they have thought that I can allow myself to be soft. I think one thing I always tell black women specifically is get ready to build your own echo chamber. I hear us, you know, the, the, the kickback for echo chamber is, oh, oh, don't have an echo chamber, it's so negative. Black women need an echo chamber. You need spaces to retreat to where you are number one where you are the queen, where everyone tells you you look good and the food tastes good and life is great. You need to create that for yourself because the reality is as soon as we open the front door in the morning, the world is going to want to tell us another story. And so I think you have to remember that you are worthy of it. And I say this a lot. I think so many times we're quick to be like, oh, I know I'm worthy. I've said this before. Your subconscious makes up for 90% of your working brain. So sometimes you're even lying to yourself when you don't know. Oh, I'm worthy, I'm worthy. And you know the man is cheating. I'm worthy, I'm worthy. I'm worthy. But you're staying at the job that's rocking your back. I'm worthy, I'm worthy. So your actions have to say that you're worthy in order to literally change your atmosphere. And this isn't to say that that's going to be an overnight process. You may not arrive at true softness until you're 58. But it's better you start laying the groundwork now. 
than your inner grace saying, where, where was my softness? Because let me tell you something, it may not have been on a podcast, your great grandma was saying the same thing. We don't have as much time as we think. And we're here always denying ourselves of something that we are entitled to. You are entitled to softness. And I can appreciate some days it's just easier to slap on a resting bitch face and tell someone to suck their mum. No, I hear it. I hear it. Because even me too, in the area in which I work, I always have to bite my tongue. But honestly, you owe that level of care to yourself. And that's how I see it. And I think many times when it's not happening or we can see or it feels as if we're moving through treacle, the true truth is you don't actually believe that you're worth it. No, do you know what? I feel like it's hit me because I'm currently like, I'm navigating that space, you know? Um, I think... Can I ask quickly, are you a believer, higher power, God, crystals, anything? um, (laughs) Grown up Christian, now I have questions, but I still have a faith of some The way I'm navigating it, personally, is um, I allow myself to be soft because God is hard for me. When I enter... When when I <laughs> when I enter a space um, and imposter syndrome starts to ring in my ear and it's like why have I been picked why am I here am I good enough that's not my battle God has designated me for me to be in this room whether or not you believe it or I believe it he believes it so I, I don't know who we're gonna have this conversation with but you know and that is how I'm currently navigating finding my softness because when life is shucking and jiving you it's throwing and you're you're dodging bullets fighting for your life I I can't be hard and try and love and try and forgive and try and work it's too much for one person to carry so I just you take that and I'm going to be soft, and then we'll meet each other when we meet each other. But that's how I currently am navigating. Like I said, it's a process, so I'll, I'll let you know if it updates or anything, or if I get anything else. <laughs> but at the moment, that's where I'm at. So and before we wrap up, because I know Charlie will start flashing us. Not flash. <laughs> She'll start flashing the light soon. I know the other point you said is like, how, how am I happy, even though this isn't the life I plan for myself. Another quick confession. I had that conversation with my best friend just the other day. Mm. I have a great life. I have a great family. It's it's all wonderful, but it's not necessarily the vision I had for myself. Mm. And I had to sit with the understanding that um, I've been given what is best for me. I think sometimes we think we can be the overseer and the all-knower and, and the saying. doer and the beer. And some of them puppet strings don't belong to us. At all. I know that I've been given the best life for me. Yeah. That there have been certain pathways that have opened up that I never saw for myself and sometimes are difficult to navigate, but it is the best for me. And also, just like how great granny was doing certain things that I may never have to do, we too are now in the preparation of being good ancestors. Mm. And that means sometimes things are going to be a bit insufferable and you're going to have to move through treacle because a great grand me that you're never going to meet is going to be sitting at a podcast show saying... Well, I'm 38 Mm. and things haven't... uh, Do you see what I'm saying? Mm. It's not always going to be a bed of roses, but there's a lot of sacrifice along the way. And I think we forget that being a good ancestor also means community and paying it forward for people that you will never see. Mm. Mm. That's all I got. Truth. Clicks all around. Clicks. Poetry. Real deep. Do we need to wrap up now? Yes, please. Sorry. Child, we we ain't got the license fees to be going on later. We so sorry. <laughs> they gonna they gonna find us. Listen, <laughs> y'all can't have the money. No, I'm joking. Um, I just want to say, um, first of all, thank you guys for coming out. Um, it's a sacrifice. It's 9 p.m. Yeah. It's a weekday. Yeah. We were falling asleep. We, we, me and her were like, damn. Um, thank you so much. And it is the first of many. Mm. Um, and 
I think there's something really beautiful about having you guys at the the first one. So thank you so much for your yeah. energy, your light, your, your honesty. love, your honesty. Just everything you've you've poured out today. We are feeling the love. Yeah. I just want to say a massive shout out to our team. Absolutely. We have a team that sometimes have believed in it. I'm going to cry. That have um, believed in us when we've actually struggled to believe in ourselves because... Uh, I know it, you guys just hear the bants and the laughs. Production is no joke. Hustling is no joke. Paying for seasons is no joke. Like the professionalism costs, and I'm not just talking about finance, but in spirit and in emotion. And we have a team that keeps us thinking about the end goal and about the community we're building. Mm. So we just want to say thank you to yeah. them also. Um, just, just a quick aside. I will wrap up. Don't shoot me. Candy, me and Candice are talking and Candice, you know, we were feeling it. It was heavy, it was heavy. And she put something on the group chat and our producer started sending screenshots of people's reviews and she was like, is this what you want to give up? And we were like, well, damn, we were just, we were just feeling it a little bit like God. But that is the community we have behind us. And yeah, we just want to say a huge thank you. Thank you so much for coming out. You guys have been amazing. Give yourselves a round of applause. Candice, look at the light. It's oh, constant. Oh, the light, the Sorry, light. look at the light of God. Okay. We love you, guys. Bye. Remember, what's, what's said, said in, in the, the closet, closet stays in the closet. closet.